Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're here with the champ, world champion, Vito Arugia. Vito, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, awesome. So where to, where to begin? I think first about the, your interviews before before everything before all the wrestling got started you make your way into the arena you're taking a look at it, and you were saying that a lot of that had to do mindset sports psych talk about that a little bit yeah I um I like to see the arena kind of you know as soon as I can because I think it really helps to like you know get a good mental image of what it's going to look like when you're out there and kind of put yourself in those positions and just make like your I want to say like imagine imagination but like you know the the those like visions that you create in your head you want to make them as realistic as possible right um at least that that's what I like to do I like to you know put myself there uh see myself wrestling there because you know the math's the same every time so in a sense it's easy but you know uh, it's a different aspect when you are on that mat and you look up and see the lights and the crowd and you know it's a different stage every time and a different atmosphere so I just like to get in there and, and take a look and it worked out that at the end of one of my workouts I was just supposed to kind of sit there for 20 minutes so I was like can we just go look at the arena and so that's why I was all like bundled up in my sweats and stuff but yeah nice now is that something you've always done or something that you've started doing more over time uh, I'd say I picked it up. Um, I only started really doing sports psych and, and kind of giving that the mental aspect of the sport, like the attention to deserve probably within the past year and a half. Um, and, you know, I think that's where a lot of my, a lot of the little shifts, uh, you know, kind of come from. Um, but I was, but yeah, like I, I, I think that's a really good one that I like to do is because I, I imagine how matches go and like, the movements right but putting yourself uh you know what are you gonna feel when you stand there what do you what do you want to feel when you're there uh are things that you know I like to think about nice what are some of those other little shifts that you were saying uh I guess I guess just I've been told multiple times by everybody like oh you look like you're doing like you've gotten so much better like what 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 happened what did you do and I 
keep having to tell everybody. Like, I don't, I don't know how much things I really changed. You know, it's more or less just a different approach, but like my skill set, my athleticism, the only difference is, you know, obviously I'm from 25 to 33. So like I have a little bit more energy, a little bit more power, but it's not, you know, my techniques are the same. So it's like, it's still the same guy, same wrestler I was. It's just now I'm doing things a little bit differently. Right. Any, what are some of the specific things maybe different and what, what you're focusing on that maybe you weren't doing before or maybe certain things you tell yourself? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, w- I was very inconsistent, uh, I think was my issue beforehand. Um, you know, I had that ability to go out and perform at a really high level. You know, I my technique, my understanding of the movements of wrestling I think is really good uh you know comparative to like the world stage even uh you know I think I have a good feel for wrestling you know it just it just clicks um and that's something that I've I've gotten over you know the entirety of my career it's just kind of built up um but the thing was right like I could go out there and compete as this person who uh you know, is like world caliber, one of the best of the best. And then I could also go out there and compete like, oh, this guy would be lucky if he all American. Right. So that was, that was where I was at for a long time was just this kind of place of inconsistency where I knew I was so good, but I just didn't perform well. Sometimes I didn't know why, but uh, then I started looking at like, you know, and it was, it was a little tough too. Cause like, I didn't like, I I also like am terrible at like uh I guess I couldn't tell you know what was different each time I just kind of showed up to the tournament and be like okay you know this time I was too like juiced up and over frantic and and like just everything was too much and sometimes I would go out there and I'd be like too slow and relaxed and then I didn't have a good enough reaction time right so uh one of the best things that I did to kind of deal with that was I just thought of, you know, what would be my ideal type? You know, what, what do I want actually? Like what would I think would work best for me? Uh, and kind of where I came, came to is like this point of like calm, but sharp, right? Like I, I, uh, imagine like, like a like like an old western like a gunslinger like they stand in there at a duel and a drop of a pen it's like draw and shoot like he's standing there like he's not tense like he's not like flexing nice and relaxed or, or you know the other uh like thing i imagine is like a like a samurai right uh where you know like if you ever if you ever held a sword like sword's pretty heavy right so there's like a lot of strength that goes into like you know fighting with a sword but at the same time like i can't flex because then i can't move right so i don't want to be too much i don't want to be like just waving it around crazily right but you also like so you have to be precise and pick your spots and find your openings and be ready to counter on a on a notice right so that's kind of the 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 feeling i want to have when i wrestle is just like calm nothing is you know i'm not 
giving one thing too much attention over another. I'm just at a very like almost dull state. Uh, and that's why like when I wrestle, I kind of am almost in like an unconscious state, right? I'm not thinking about anything. Nothing, nothing's really going on in my brain. Um, and I'm able to do that because of the skill and technique that I have. Right. Right. But, um, that paired with, so the calm, but paired with the sharp, the, the just heightened reaction time, which feeds into what I do well. Uh, it, it, it speaks to like my skill set because obviously my speed and my reaction time are some of my best weapons. So, you know, leaning into the things that I'm good at more, helping me perform at a higher level more consistently, if that makes sense. Right, and having that mental cue of 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 the sword or of the gunslinger, it it would seem like that would put you more into that like right side of the brain where you're more like feel flow, like it it, it gets you. It's able to pull you right back to like this is where I want to be when I'm competing. Like having that mental image, basically. Yeah, that that was that's kind of the that left first right side of the brain was something that I was uh, that I did some work with was just tapping into that right side right so and getting more into like the artist flow of it right it's not so much like go out there post grab leg here like step by step like mechanical which most people are taught to wrestle right like that's usually how you're taught to wrestle because it's a it's a easier way to pick it up but if you have to think through all of those steps every time you do anything and then obviously in a dynamic sport like wrestling where your opponent's coming up with other countermeasures, now you're in the middle of these actions. You have to wait. You have to be like, well, wait now, stop. I must do this because he did this, but then he's going to do this. So then I have to do this. You can see how like it creates a lot of thinking in a sport where things happen in fractions of a second. So it's much easier for me and leans into what I'm good at to turn my brain off turn my body on and just all the wrestling that I've built up over the years just happens, right? My body feels and knows what to do, right? It's kind of ingrained, right? Um, and I think that's, you know, one of the keys to kind of the success I've had is just like, I don't think about wrestling in the moves. I think of it as like the, the, the flow, the dance, right? How can I disrupt what he's doing? How can I take control of the of the pace of the tempo of 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 the dance and and kind of make him do what I want? Right. Oh, that makes sense. Right. So yeah. it's seven seven. Now bringing you right to a specific situation. Seven seven world finals. You're down right there. Right. What's going on in your mind? What are you telling yourself? I didn't even realize I was down seven seven. <laughs> the whole, <laughs> that's, whole that's time it's like well keep scoring if i have more points it's pretty if right. you boil it down if i have more points i win <laughs> so the objective is to score points i don't have to worry myself with if i'm winning or if i'm losing because if i score too many points then the match ends <laughs> you know like which very gotta, which very frequently is the case in your in your matches well leg laces are just best pretty cheaty i feel like you know i feel like i'm cheating sometimes but uh <laughs> no i mean yeah like they're the 
moment I'm down 7-7, I'm losing, or the moment I'm up 7-4 or 7-2 after the initial thing, or they challenged and I was down 7-4, I don't pay too close of attention to the score. Uh, the time, maybe I do, right, because there's some strategy behind that. Um, when it comes to freestyle and shot clock, there is a little bit of nuance, a little bit of strategy. Uh, but the score for me, I don't perform well if I'm switching from offense to defense. So I stay on offense. And if he tries to get his offense going, I might let him so that I can then counter him and throw and throw him off his rhythm even more, right? Uh, you know, so that's I, I'm always offensive minded and that works to my strengths and my my ability, right? Absolutely. That that that's perfect. Cause yeah, you don't want you don't want to have too much in your head. You don't want to be preoccupied with the score. And like you said, you're aware of the time, but you're not dwelling on it, right? There's a difference between being overly focused on versus being aware for tactics, right? It's like you know, match starts, you have you know, a couple like 30, 20, 30, and not like hard numbers, but like a little bit of the first of the matches to feel. So I look, I throw, you know, I'm throwing like my fakes, seeing his reaction. And now I can plan a little bit like, okay, I'm going to go here. He's doing that. Now I'm going to go bang, bang. And then I know he'll run and chase that. And then I can come around to the other side. Right. But those are, actions that I drill in practice more so than things that I'm thinking of for the first time on the spot, you know? Um, and then, so you feel in the first little bit and then I'm going to, to, to get them. Uh, and then, you know, if there's 10 seconds left in, in the first period, I'm not, I'm not going to go get them. It's a new, it's a pretty mutual understanding. Like, Hey, like no more points because I don't want to, give up some silly two at the end of the period when I could have just not gone. Right. And it's like, if I'm winning, if I'm losing, it doesn't matter at the end of the first, because we have a whole nother period. Right. And then almost every time there's a sprint off the start of the second period, someone's trying to take the, take the pace, take the tempo, kind of establish their dominance of the period, get the other guy on shot clock. Right. And now you're, you're putting yourself in the driver's seat. Right. Um, and then obviously you have the last 30 second of the match sprint, right? So, and that's important for me because I'm winning, right? So I know he's like, I don't have to be, I don't have to score. I just have to stop whatever he's doing. And that doesn't mean I, and you know, it's, it's super easy to fall back into, into certain, you know, habits, right? Cause you know, I gave up that silly step out, um, which, you know, I tried to circle back again, but then that gives the opportunity for them to go caution one, right? And it's like, that's silly, but, you know, I shouldn't have put myself there. I should have stayed and fought the whole time. So, but coming back now, it's like, okay, there's however many 10 seconds, whatever seconds left on the clock. I have to stand right here and, and fight them, right? You know, so knowing the time and then the strategies is, is helpful, especially like on the, highest levels like it, it's you have to be able to read the clock and, and know what's coming in certain times but 
the score to me is almost less important because it, it might, if I'm down by four with 30 seconds left, maybe I'm looking for a big throw or maybe I'm, I know that I have to go take down to turn to win. But outside of that, like I'm always looking to score. I'm always looking to fall into turns. It's just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, make, makes sense. You get, like you said, you got it. You have to know what's coming. So you're, you're mentally and physically prepared for it. So, so now talk about being in a unique situation with your dad as a two-time world champ, Olympic bronze medalist. I've been over to his club. I spoke there. Obviously great guy. How has that formed you as a wrestler? So I get first, I guess, talk about the pressures of, of that. And then also how he's helped you, not just technically, but also mentally to, to succeed at different levels. So talk about the pressures and then the, um, and then how he's helped mentally. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You know, the pressures didn't really, like, uh, when I was younger, it was almost like a, I couldn't, you you can't see the top of the mountain. So you're like, you don't know how tall it is. Right. Or it's like super far in the distance. So you're like, oh, that's a big mountain over there. But like, you're not, when you stand at the base of it, it looks way bigger, <laughs> you know? So when I was younger, I didn't really like, yes, my dad was two-time world champ. He was an Olympian. I'm like, that's cool. He's like the best wrestler I've ever met because of, the awards he has right but all the moves that he would show were pretty basic high crotch single leg double leg fireman like the things that everybody learns like he's not teaching me anything different from anyone else right so i'm like what you know whatever uh but then i obviously grow up and uh i get on the senior level myself uh i've been on the senior level for you know years at this point um and kind of the better I've gotten and the more I've progressed and kind of the more onto the world stage that I've kind of crept on uh international tournaments and all that um the more that when I wrestle with my dad now I have more appreciation for his technique and for like his perspective right because not like his his experience didn't really apply to folk style like high school wrestling he was too good to understand <laughs> like you know it's even college like it didn't it wasn't like super applicable but the things he's saying like people are going to do this now and I'm like no they're not but now they are at the world stage they do right so he was uh, you know it was uh it was a very roundabout way to get there but now it's like oh uh, now that he's not my coach and not like in charge of my training, like he's just a really good, you know, person to reach out to for like advice on certain things. Right. Uh, but now we're also at a point where our styles are nothing alike, completely different. Right. So it's like, I have to almost filter through what's helpful and what's not to me. Um, but yeah, you know, that that uh that appreciation grows the more and more that cuz he won his world medals in 91, 95 and third in 92 Olympics, I think. So he was, you know, early 20s uh like early to late 20s. So he was he was a two-time world champ. Uh he was a, he was a world champ in bronze medalist like you know when he was like i want to say like 22 (laughs) 
here I am 24. So I'm like, and first world title. Yes. But like, I'm behind, you know, like this dude is, this dude was killing it. So, um, and he started late too, right? Relative, I mean, relatively. He, yeah. I mean, like he, he started when, yeah, like the equivalent of like starting in high school here, you know, um, which is, yeah, definitely pretty impressive. But he, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, there was definitely that, that pressure growing up, like, oh, like, I want to be as good as my dad. And then as I get closer, I'm realizing that the distance is further away. Uh, so, which made it even more kind of, you know, um, meaningful to get this first title, just to show that, you know, I, I am, I am on the right road and I am, you know, working towards my goal and I am getting results. So there's a lot of good, a lot of good to come out from it as well. Um, so to know I'm, I'm, you know, not quite there, but I'm, I am slowly, you know, building my way, way up there. Right. Excellent. And then how has he helped mentally? Would you say? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think he gave me unrealistic standards of the wrestling world. Uh, you know, he taught me obviously to be, and, and these are very kind of situational things, right. But to be critical on my own wrestling, right. To the point where I think I wrestled pretty poorly, but I'm still the world champion. So it's like, what, who, yes, my wrestling's not perfect, but it's still the best in the world. So what, what so, but that, that criticalness is also what kind of drives me as you know someone who it sometimes is a perfectionist uh especially when it comes to the thing like my my craft right so i try to strive for that perfect and there you know you get glimpses of it sometimes or you hit a move and it's just like that was perfect right and chasing that perfectionism um and you know like <laughs> there's a funny thing with unrealistic standards because you like from what everything from my dad and, and, you know, what I've, I've kind of put together over, you know, my wrestling career, like, you know, a world champion is someone who's like absurdly good at wrestling. Right. And I'm like, I don't have that reference. Right. Like I've wrestled and recently I wrestled the world champion in the Budapest tournament and I've wrestled Gilman who's a world champion. Right. But like, it's hard to get like a reference from, for you to like the rest of the world, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, you know, there's probably someone out there who's just like way better than me, but you know, you, you get out there and you put your best on the line. And yeah. It turns out mine's pretty good. <laughs> That's right. Now I had your dad on one of our shows before and he was saying something, this was, I guess, after the Olympic trials or something about, about telling you just to, to, to not get too fired up before the match. And how it's you know you don't get you don't get fired up to go to school you know you grab your lunchbox you get over there did he did he tell you something like that yeah yeah now that you say that yeah he I mean he's got a lot of those like metaphors in him uh but yeah he's he he gives a lot of advice so I I some of it some of it really does stick and then some of it's in and out one here but it's because it's tough because we do have that like that uh father coach you know relationship too so you know sometimes you listen to your dad sometimes you don't so i mean like it's tough uh but no he does he does give good advice generally you know 
um, when it comes to wrestling, especially. Um, but yeah, just another part of it is just like me kind of using my resources and, and, and getting there, but also figuring it out for myself sometimes too. So. Of course, of course. All right. So what's the plan for the, the weight descent this year for 57 next year? Uh, not finalized, but you know, I think I'm, I'm probably going to go 33 for the season uh, and, you know, make my descent down to 57 afterwards for the Olympic trials. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Where now I'll, uh, because of my world medal, I'll be sitting in the finals if, if I do choose to, which I, I'm pretty sure I'll end up going 57. Uh, and, you know, I, I will be sitting in the semis uh, for the Olympic trial finals. All right. How long do you want to compete for? <laughs> so I can't. That's great. Great answer. What was, the, what was the toughest part about winning a world championship? I don't know. I mean, when you boil it down, it's, it's another tournament, right? It's like, it's all hard, but it's all easy at the same time. Because this is what I do. Like this is, this is what I. This is the only thing I do. This is the only thing that I'm really good at. So in that sense, it's easy to to you know have to go get dressed and go lose weight is way easier for me to do than someone else. You know. So if I told some random dude, I woke him up at six a.m. and was like, "Hey, put on a bunch of sweats, go down to the gym, and start running for an hour." It's like he'd be like, "What? No." So. It's easier for me. Um, well, how about, I'll, re I'll rephrase it. Was there anything surprising or any any challenges that you weren't expecting or even something slightly different um, when you got there? No, no. It, not like another tournament, like another day on the job, but like it's, it's uh, you know, the level of the competition is there. Um, you know, I'd say... Uh, I think I may like maybe not I don't want to say overestimated. I, I think I I've very fairly estimated most of my opponents. Like I knew obviously that the skill level was gonna progress as the further I went to the tournament. Uh and you know, I had watched some technique and I was just confident that I had answers for kind of everyone. Um and then the the actual wrestling part's the easiest part. Right. <laughs> I don't thing i just hit autopilot go do the thing that i that i do and then you know uh the the wrestling just happens um makes sense I, i'll leave you with this question so the you were saying there it's it it is another tournament but it's not another tournament how do you mentally like make sense of that where you keep yourself level like obviously you know this is what you've been training for this is the world championship it's 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 clearly it's not just another tournament but at the same time you have to treat it in a lot of ways like it's another tournament so you don't get overwhelmed and so you don't stop doing the things that got to got you to this point how do, how do you balance the two of those how do you make sense of that in your mind you know if you and this is something that i do you know kind of every tournament um the only time I really need to think about the tournament is the day before the day of, and you know, the day after, 
uh, are the only times I really need to think about the wrestling and the strategy and like, you know, go to work. Um, you know, I had to put my boots on and go to work or is the day before the day of and the day after. And even when I do go to work, um, it's like I have breaks in the day. So, you know, I wake up, I go do the thing. I, I wrestle and say, I have a, a break, you know, a couple hours, come back to the hotel. I'm not thinking about wrestling when I come back to the hotel because I'm going to go back to work. I'm, I'm going to get back on the job and I'm there and I know that all the work is already done. You know, there's nothing I can do now to change, to change it. Uh, you know, that's not necessarily true. There's things you could do to mess it up, but you know, my, my, uh, I guess, yeah, I just, uh, I kind of conserve the, 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 the energy that I have, you know, if I, if I were to think about my matches and think about them like 24 seven for the whole week leading up to it, you know, I'd almost be like burnt out by the time the tournament came. So I make sure to make room for things that, you know, I enjoy doing and hanging out with the people around me and just enjoying my time as well. Uh, and I think that helps me relax and kind of be comfortable. And, you know, those are things where you, you compete your best when you're, when you're, you know, not hating life and you're just, you know, laughing and having fun with your friends, you know? So, uh, and it makes it much easier when you have, you know, I had Yanni as my training partner. I had Frank, I had Mike here. Uh, so, you know, we were just hanging out <laughs> and then I went and wrestled for a day, came back, made weight, went to bed, woke up. And then I had to wrestle later that night and that was it. So. Yeah. Now, yeah. Okay. Okay. I lied. Last question. You got me, got me thinking again. So now what, what is it like that day knowing the championships are tomorrow? Yeah. That the NCAAs you had that at the world's, now you spend all that time in your mind. Basically, in, in essence, a lot of the hard work is done. The majority of the hard work is done. Of course, the finals is hard work. But what what are you telling yourself? Uh, I don't. Ideally, I've I've run I've run through thinking about it prior, like months, weeks ago. You know, I don't have to think about it now because I already have before. So not like I'd be like, you know, beating a dead horse, but like hopefully I'm already prepared at that point. Um, It's kind of where I was getting at. Like, I don't need to think about it now because I've already thought about it so much before. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. World champion Vito Ruja. Awesome, man. Great stuff. Looking forward to hanging with you next week at Ithaca. And yeah, I'll, man. I'll let you now enjoy the finals. Got some more good matches coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Thanks for having me. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. 